Amy Rose here. I'm calling up my work friends to see what's happening in Dearborn County, Indiana. Together we're going to find out more about what's going on in our community and of course talking tobacco in 15 minutes or less. Welcome to Call of My Work Friends. Today I'm <laughs> going to talk with Amy Phillips, the Executive Director of the Yes Home in uh, Aurora, Indiana. Um, so Amy, you are super awesome. And I, I've known you for a long time. You do a lot of different things, but I do have some specific questions about the Yes Home. And I think other people may have these same questions. And I kind of reviewed the frequently asked question portion of your website. Um, yes. Are amazing pages on websites, if people don't use them, go there first before you call a place and ask questions. <laughs> so a lot of times <laughs> it's already there. And, and you do address like the main question on here, which is, um, I think that there's kind of an assumption that the Yes Home only takes in bad kids. So um, if you could just tell us generally what the Yes Home does and the kind of youth that you serve. Okay, thank you for having me. And our, we definitely have a mutual um, adoration society here because you know I adore you and love working with you as well. And I've appreciated all the work you've done, um, especially with youth over the years. Um, so, but as far as the yes home, so, oh, I hate that moniker that's where the bad kids go. One, because I don't think kids are bad. Two, we get a wide variety of youth and they come from a variety of circumstances. Yes, some kids come because of challenging decisions or things that have happened to them. Our youth come from both social services and from probation, and they can have a variety of issues, whether it's their own behaviors. Um, but if you are coming, even if you're coming from social services where maybe parents are incarcerated or parents are both deceased and there isn't anyone who can take care of you, um, or maybe home is a really violent place to live or parents are addicted to substances and can't meet your basic needs, um, that doesn't mean that because you've had to learn to adapt and maybe the ways that you have adapted are ways that other people don't think are appropriate. It doesn't mean you're bad. Our kids are survivors. And sometimes that means they've had to do make hard choices on how to survive. So yes, we do have kids who come from probation. I would say most of those kids, if they had had interventions early on, likely would not have ended up on probation. And even those who, you know, some of our kids come from great homes with fantastic parents who still have made poor decisions and they may have to work through some behaviors or trauma that has led them to compensate in hard ways. So our kids can have a variety of issues. It could be anything from substance abuse to self-harm to anger management to, you know, mental health issues. All of those encompass our kids. Um, but I will say there is not one youth I would ever consider bad. I'm glad you cleared that up. Um, Thank I've, you. I've visited many times and I've never met a quote unquote bad kid there. Um, but I, I did say it that way because in, mm -hmm. in general discussions with people, that's kind of what they say. Um, oh, I've heard it for many years. <laughs> so it's good to kind of clear clear the air up there on that. Um, how many um, youth can you serve at one time? So we're licensed for 10. Um, we can get waivers for up to 12. 
today we have 11. I mean, it really, um, the need is great. And so we know that we easily could double our capacity if we were licensed for more. We are in discussion of whether or not we should expand. Um, the issue with that is just making sure that um, we're meeting a need that is there and that we always are able to serve our local kids first and foremost. Um, so is the yes one specific to Dearborn County because it's in Dearborn County or do you serve youth from other counties as well? We can serve youth from anywhere across the state. Um, 80% of our youth come from Dearborn and Ripley counties. Um, and so we, but we do have youth that come from other counties across the state as well. Um, and this is actually a personal question. I, what happens when they age out, but have no family to go to? Where do they go? Because so, all that it's 20, right? They can stay there till they're 20 or is it 18? Yes. No, they can stay until they're 20. A lot of youth will choose to leave at the age of 18. They're tired of being in the system. They're tired of having people tell them what to do. Of course, a lot of teenagers today want to leave their homes at 18. Then they go out and try it and go, whoa, this isn't what I thought it would be. Um, and the same thing happens for youth who are in care. So there's actually a new program called Collaborative Care. For youth who turn 18 while they are in the system, they do not have to just leave. They are no longer just homeless unless they choose to be. So youth can remain with the Yes Home. They can go into foster care. There's also the opportunity to go there. It's called a host home, which is less intensive than a foster home would be as far as training and requirements for that home to be like, you know, to be able to have a kid come home and live with them. Um, and so we follow kids for six months after they leave the Yes Home in our aftercare program, which is kind of new. It just um, opened here in October, which means, you know, they go, whether they go home to foster care out on their own, we are working to help that youth continue to be successful after they leave the yes home. After 18 can be challenging for any kid, regardless of where they're coming from. Thankfully, the Department of Child Services recognize that kids will likely leave the system at 18 but they can come back up until the age of 23. Now they can't come to the Yes Home at age 23, but they can still qualify for services. So they can come, the Yes Home has, um, is able to take kids until they can stay until the age of 20. And then they can continue to re receive services and voluntary services until the age of 23. Wow, that's amazing. Imagine had we had that uh, some time ago, there'd be a lot right. of parents who didn't have 40 something year olds in their basement. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, just backtracking to uh, the what is a host home? Can you explain what that is? So a host home cannot be the biological parent of a child. However, it could be a relative, it could be a friend, it could be a teacher, a coach, but it's a home that it still has to get approved. Um, but it doesn't go through the typical foster parent license. They don't have to do all those training hours. Um, and it's for older youth. It's for those youth who are 18 and older. They still can get some financial support. Um, but that way, a youth who maybe ages out of the yes home, they're not quite ready to move out on their own. They still need some support, but they don't need uh, the level of supervision that they might need in a foster home. And so, you know, someone has... Um, an apartment in their basement or they have a bedroom and they're like, you know what? 
I don't want to have to take a kid to a bunch of appointments. I don't want to do all the things a foster parent does, but I could open my home to this kid. Here are our rules. We have meetings about what those rules are um, and then see if it's a good fit. A lot of times it flows naturally from connections that the youth has already made, whether that's at school, church, events, work. Um, so that's what a host home is. And it's a great opportunity for people who maybe aren't able to do all the requirements of foster care. That's and it's for older awesome. youth. Yeah. Yes. Um, and as a service provider, I had no idea about that. So love yeah. learning something new. And I think that's great. I mean, you know, look, it, the way times are now from 18 to like 25, you're still figuring it out, right? Even if you yes. have all the advantages. So I think that's an amazing program. Yes. Um, what are some of the biggest needs you have at the Yes Home? What could a member of the community do to help you? So we're limited with having actual volunteers on site. And that's because the state requires volunteers to go through the exact training that a staff would have to go through. So, you know, timing and expense, that's just not worth it to us. Although we are looking for staff. So if someone wants to come and do all that training, yes, we definitely make looking. sure we plug those job openings here too. <laughs> that's right. Um, but as far as volunteering, um, having people choose us as their charity for, you know, if they're doing a fundraiser, if they want to purchase like household items, you can think of the Yes Home as a typical house on steroids. So whatever you use in your home, laundry detergent, um, deodorant, shampoo, body wash, all of that, think of we've got kids rotating in and out because we do long-term care, but we're also in emergency shelters. As those kids are cycling in and out, we're sending with them all the personal care items that they use while they're with us. And that way, because some of our kids come to us and they don't have those things. Yeah. So those kinds of things we use all the time, gift certificates to take the kids to outings or out to eat, you know, things that aren't covered under our normal costs. We try to, that's some of the things that we use for our fundraisers. We also, you know, monetary donations um, are important because that's how we pay for curriculum and it's how we pay for the treatment needs that our kids might have. We yeah. had a kiddo that came in recently whose glasses were broken. And um, yes, he had insurance, but it would not pay for glasses that day for same day glasses. Well, this kid couldn't see. So thankfully we had received a donation and we were able to go buy this kid glasses so that he didn't have to go two weeks waiting for a process, an insurance process to take place. Oh man, yeah, people open your wallets. Those are the kind of <laughs> things you take you know, for granted. You forget about yes. it. Um, even toilet paper. I know at the beginning of the <laughs> pandemic, everybody realized how much they didn't uh, have toilet paper all the time. They needed it. So yeah, those things are really important and they're expensive right now. Yes. So, And I will tell you, we go through snacks like you wouldn't believe. So think about uh, Friday night with it, it, your, your kid and their friends. And yes, we do that on a daily basis. <laughs> I can't imagine. That's crazy. Um, so let's go back to those job openings. Let's let's yeah. hear what you what positions you have open, what people need to do. So we have both a full-time and a part-time position available. Uh, we are looking for a third shift part-time, Thursday, Friday, Saturdays. And that person, you know, they 
keep an eye out on the kids. They do bed checks throughout the, the night. Um, and that's an important shift because kids need to feel safe. And a lot of our kids, the dark and bedtime can be difficult. Sure. And so have someone consistent that they know, hey, that person's here and they're taking care of me um, is important. Um, we also then are looking for um, um, our second shift resident tech, which is um, the people who that man, they do the day to day. They're in the trenches with our kids. They're dealing with emotions. They're dealing with trauma. They're dealing with behaviors. And so we train, train, train you on how to deal with all those things. If you bring experience, that's awesome. But honestly, I can teach you all the skills as long as you have the heart. I can't teach heart. And teenagers, they're not cute and cuddly like little kids are. Um, but man, true that. <laughs> but they sure do have heart and resilience. And that's, you know, if that's something you want to be a part of, we absolutely would welcome people to, um, they can go on to yeshome.org under employment and fill out an application. They can call um, 812-926-0110 um, and ask questions. We definitely want people to get as much information because it's not an easy job. It's not physically demanding, but it definitely is emotionally and mentally de demanding. Yeah, hashtag must love kids. Mm -hmm. so, uh, <laughs> must love teens. I tell must, everybody, well, that's, that's, that's my tagline, must love teens, because if you don't, don't even bother because yeah. you have to love them or you won't get through the hard days. You got to take the snark. You got to take <laughs> the dirty looks. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I really feel a lot of times that you and your staff are in a bit of a thankless job because it anyone who has a teenage kid knows it's not easy but then <laughs> imagine there's you know other people's kids and you're surrounded by them all day um yeah that's it's it's a tough job so bless all of you it's it's amazing that you're there um i think the yes home is a great program and, and hopefully people will you know uh pitch in some some money uh to help you <laughs> advance there <laughs> Um, I do have to end our, our talk, though, with a tobacco question, because, of course, that's my thing, right? Yes. Um, so my question to you, Amy, would be, how does tobacco use in the community impact your organization? Well, you know, most of our kids are dealing with trauma of some sort in their lives. And a lot of times the youth and their families, tobacco usage is just part of how you cope. We know that that is not healthy. We know that it is expensive. We know that it doesn't help people move forward in their lives. And so tobacco usage really creates damage. You know, when a parent can afford or will use the money to buy tobacco, but not milk or bread or the things that their child needs, that tells you, and, it's, and, and I don't think it's out of an attitude of neglect or care. It truly is their way of coping and trying to get through difficult times. So I am a firm believer that tobacco cessation is so important and we are so grateful and thankful that you have partnered with the Yes Home to help us help our kids um, and their families that there are other ways for them to deal with stressors. It doesn't, they don't have to go the tobacco route, which for youth, a lot of times using tobacco then leads to other substances. Um, yes. <laughs> well, and I, the, the bringing up the fact of them not necessarily neglecting their kids when they purchase tobacco instead of, of everyday items, that is telling you right there how addictive nicotine is. Yes. And I don't think people understand that it is a drug. Just because it's legal doesn't mean that it's safe. Uh, you know, it does have serious effects on people. So yeah. 
Um, but thank you for chatting with me today. I always love talking to you. You're one of my favorite people. You just have one of the biggest hearts of any human I've ever met. You're super rad and I dig you. Um, and again, thanks for talking with me today, Amy. And again, go to yeshome.org uh, yes. to fill out those applications or to see how you can help uh, youth in our community. And that's the more you know, and that's super awesome. Be sure to keep an eye out for my next episode. I'm looking to share what's happening with you and your neck of Dearborn County. Um, if you want to talk with me, if you want to chat, give me a call or shoot me an email. And you know what? I will call you back.